this is the Corner to Calm podcast. In 2017, I realized my personal life was completely at odds with my professional life. I am now on a journey to speak with entrepreneurs, community leaders, and beyond to discover what motivated them to make the change, what motivated them to move from corporate to calm. Hey there, you are very welcome to today's episode of Corporate to Calm. I am speaking to Laura Stapleton from Little Spark Media. Laura is an entrepreneur of the highest order. She has absolutely thrown herself into her online business. So she is a social media marketer and a consultant. And it is a far cry from where she started um, during the pandemic. She has had a baby. She has been raising twins and she has a thriving business so sit back relax and see what you can do when you put your mind to it I hope you enjoy this episode of corporate to cam hi Laura how are you hi Linda how are you doing thanks a million for coming on the corporate to cam podcast um introduce yourself and tell everybody what you're about Thanks so much. And thanks so much, uh, Linda, for asking me to be honest. I was actually uh, totally shocked when you said, um, <laughs> do you want to come on the podcast? And like that, I was like straight away, yes, because uh, it's something that I haven't done before. And um, I'm just so delighted to be here. But I suppose I better introduce myself. I am Laura. I'm from Little Spark Media. Uh, it's a social media marketing company here in Kilkenny. And I've been doing this now since 2017. Uh, something that I kind of fell into as such. It's not where I started from, I'd say, like most of your guests, never where they start. Yeah. Kind of where I'm going now at the moment. And I'm just um, I'm just loving it. Yeah. And so tell me, what did you do beforehand? What was your previous career? So like I, well, I say starting now from the beginning, I was in secondary school and not a clue what I was going to do after it was kind of always creative, loved art, loved all that kind of creative side of things. And you know what I mean? When I look back now, the marketing side was always there. But I just never tapped into it. You know what I mean? Loved English, loved kind of copywriting. Now, you know what I mean? Now yeah. that I know the themes of what it was that I was actually loving. But um, like every teenager, then the goal was to get to college and enjoy my college life. Yeah. And, you know, maybe get a degree along the way. So what I did was I went and did an arts degree in Limerick, which I loved. And I made so many fabulous friends, and everything like that. But it was in Mary I. So it was in the teaching college. And my three older sisters are primary school teachers as well. So I said, God, this might be a great opportunity. Why don't yeah. I just become a teacher as well? You know what I mean? Because they seem to love it. So I probably love it as well. And like that, um, my mom was like, great idea. Fantastic. Lovely job. But yeah, yeah. Lovely, stable job. That's fantastic. You do that now as well. And you know what I mean? She will have all of us ticked off her books. Everyone has got a job. Everyone is well. A, a nice pretty, pensionable position a nice, yeah and I see and I see so I was like great yeah love it my, my, I'm really loving Limerick so you're like yeah that'll be great if I if I do um teaching so I fell into teaching like that way uh now don't get me wrong absolutely loved it as well you know what I mean there's such a creative element to teaching as well you know that and like love children love always have done summer camps like that growing up things like that so really enjoyed um the teaching element that way and as well it's a really sociable job you know what I mean you're you're meeting all your staff of course every day and then as well you're with kids you know what I mean from nine to three every day so you're really getting that kind of social element out and as well for like somebody like me then that's kind of like creative as I say and a bit of a messer as well you know what I mean there was always kind of a song and a dance to be done you know yeah. at the classroom you know you could always bring a bit of fun into it like so it was never dull 
Uh, but uh, in 2017, a friend of mine, a good friend, he is a personal trainer, but he also started his own sports clothing company. And he said, uh, and I was kind of going to him at the time um, for, we'll say, for PT sessions yeah, and things yeah. like that with a couple of friends. And uh, he said, God, are you actually kind of creative on social media? You might help me out here, you know, where just get well, me. Get me yeah. And I was kind of like, OK, I love social media. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm on board. Let's do it. So started that. And from there, then kind of got a few recommendations. People were saying, oh, God, you know, they were noticing his social media. He was kind of recommending me on. Got in then with a couple of businesses in Kilkenny and they recommended me on and things like that. So I said, God, this kind of taken off a little bit here. So and you, you know, were still you were still teaching, still teaching. Yeah. So like still teaching and like loving that. But really, really loving this. Like, you know what I mean? This took no time off me as such because I was you know, I was really interested in it. I yes. really wanted to do it. Like yeah. it was every evening that I was kind of starting into this and the joy of social media is it, like people think it's instantaneous, but it doesn't have to be. It can be scheduled. Yes. You know what I mean? So while I was teaching, posts were going out and then later on in the evenings, then I was engaging or, you know what I mean? Things like that were, that's the way I was kind of working it. Yeah. But it was working out great um, at the start. And I just said, right, I kind of need to know a little bit more about this. Um, you know what I mean I'm a qualified teacher I did arts uh, in college before that then but what do I you know what I mean what do I know about this really yeah. so I looked up all the courses I could and tried to get in on top of them so I, I actually applied to WIT and got in on a course that was run at night time okay so every Monday for I think it was like 12 weeks or so um, I was down in WIT and I met so many fabulous people on that course it was like a digital marketing and social media um, course and from that that kind of gave me a, such a good understanding of the technical side of it yes I had, the, I had the kind of you know the creative side down I knew what I wanted to kind of put out there love all the kind of English and um, copyright inside of things, all yeah. that, loved all that, but had no clue then what things were called. So right. I mean, when I was explaining it to people, I'd be like, you know that thing there, like this thing? So I was like, I actually need to upskill and, and go into know the, the, know the terminology and everything like that, yeah. Yeah, and like just even to give myself that kind of, because there was that sense of kind of imposter syndrome as well. Yes. You know what I mean? Where you're like, I'm actually, you know what I mean? People are coming to me to ask yes. me to do this. Yet I'm still kind of going, oh, are you sure you want me now? You know, yes. And I think that gave me the the kind of extra confidence to be like, well, yes, I'm actually qualified now in it. Yeah. You know, what I mean that I have I have something behind me there. I have a piece of paper now to say that I've studied this, or you know what I mean. And you know yourself with marketing, Linda, from your background, that you kind of constantly have to be upskilling. So, like, absolutely, yeah, yeah, you can be left behind that. very quickly. Yeah, since then, like you'd have to keep going. Otherwise, you'd be, like I said, you'd be left behind very quickly. Like the course that I did in 2017. So I would have done it 2017 and 2018. Like that's completely, I'd say there's parts of it that are still relevant, but then other parts are completely obsolete because like TikTok wasn't even a thing. Yes. Anything. So like you'd have to kind of keep going with that learning side of it. And that kind I've of ties back into... And that's so funny because like even now with, you know, say the Leos and everything like that, they haven't come up to speed because like there's guys teaching. I mean, I say guys because anybody that I've ever learned from on the Leos have been men. And it's like Facebook is like they, they dip into Facebook and they don't even talk about Instagram. And I'm like, like Facebook's gone, lads. What are you talking? You know what I mean? It, it's like. That, that's one thing that I would find that for, for the likes of those um, areas that 
you really need to you really need to be stepping up your game the whole time like constantly because you just mind even like you see from my Instagram page there's constant updates as to what's happening on Instagram alone just platform you know what I mean and I'm trying to keep people updated then as to what's happening but like there's something being released every week oh yeah top of it you're you're underneath it basically you know what I mean it's gonna pass you over like so you have to kind of keep keep upskilling and like the good part of that then is I am constantly hungry for that I I am you know what I mean as the the Americans say I'm here for it (laughs) that's what I uh, actually thrive off I'm mad to hear what's happening what's the latest update you know what I mean I'm interested in it so it makes it easier for me then to upskilling it because there's a work to do it you know it's not homework as such and so when did you decide to leave the teaching position and just pursue this full time? So like everyone, the pandemic hit and everything went online. So all teaching went online, everything like that. I was only back from maternity. So I was coming back into um, my teaching role and I was kind of I was excited to go back to the school because it's a lovely school and it's lovely staff. And there's obviously the kids. I missed the kids. Yeah. And, you know what I mean? I had been out for a full year. Um, on maternity because I took extra time there was a a problem with uh, childcare. we we got dropped from a crash uh, in Kilkenny uh, there was a big mix-up double booking so I had to take extra time to, oh, to no. that now turned out to be the best accident ever because we we found then Emer our our childminder um, who's like a second mother to the boys like she's absolutely fantastic so it was a really happy accident but I was after taking a year out going back to school nervous and as well kind of realizing I love Little Spark this is kind of where I want to be yeah but brave enough then to actually take the big jump take the big risk you know with a young family I was kind of going I want to be able to make sure that I'm able to provide yes them but in the same breath was saying but I love Little Spark so I was trying to keep it all going basically and like you know what I mean you know with kids and with businesses and then with two jobs I was kind of going right something's going to have to give here but I was Lucky, I won't say, I won't, I will, I probably shouldn't say that about the pandemic that I was lucky that it arrived. <laughs> but for me, it was a kind of, it gave me that chance to breathe, basically. And um, it hit in that March. So I was only back from that January. Yeah. So I was kind of getting, oh, this is, I was getting out of breath from the rat race. I was like, oh God, this is actually a lot. And you know what I mean? Like I was yeah. hours doing Little Spark and then the boys would bing awake in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> ready for you know what I mean you before school and then into school and you have to be on for the kids in school because you can't let them down and I was kind of going okay right I need to catch my breath here and then pandemic hit so I got a big a big um, influx of oxygen there to kind of get me going again and And it's so great that that's what the pandemic did for a load of people like you could just take a step back and go okay I'm going to breathe and I'm going to see what's going to be right for me and my family going forward and that's the thing you know it affected people in so many different ways but looking at the positive side this is what evolved from it for you it's just, which is amazing oh it is like and it was able to because the school work became very manageable it, it became yes. very this is online now and you know what I mean you didn't want to overwhelm parents and you didn't want to overwhelm children yeah and you know what I mean we were in that lovely position of a rural school where we had enough staff that there was so many touch points for the school, you know what I mean? And for the children that nobody was, will say overburdened and nor were the children overburdened with extra work or anything like that. It was yeah. all very much, you know what I mean? What will suit our school? What will suit our kids? 
And from that, there was a lovely kind of balance there as well that, you know what I mean, in the pursuit of not overloading people, uh, they were able to come back and there was lovely kind of like online community kind of came from it. And then like as a result, I was able to kind of expand Little Sparks. I had the extra time during the day, whereas, you know what I mean, that time was always taken away from me with the running to school, being in school and then coming home from school. And then obviously my own kids as well, that it was like, you know what I mean? Your time for creativity or for growth or for scaling any kind of business was taken because you, you had to sleep. You can't, you know what I mean? You have to sleep and you have to eat somewhere in that as well. So that gives you a very little window at the end of the day. Essentially you got the gift of time, which is amazing. Yeah. But it was fantastic. So like in the last while now, I, I'm on maternity now again, technically. Yes. technically Uh, technically but this is this is my time now to kind of break away and move into it uh say solely that I I leave teaching for for now and see where we go I'm still in leave teaching for now you know what I mean like I'm afraid to even take the full leap mentally yeah Yeah. (laughs) but listen and that's but that's probably what will give you your cushion as well do you know what I mean so you if you have that cushion at least you can you can throw yourself you've got the passion and you can throw yourself fully into this knowing that do you know what if it doesn't work out I still have my teaching there you know that way so you can um you can see by it that you're so passionate about it but you know the benefits of social media and you were saying to me that at the start with the original PT guy that you got so many referrals and that just kind of snowballed and everything like that does it take you very long to convince clients that of the benefits of um, social media like do they trust you or do do you have to kind of go okay it's not about like one post today showing what you're doing you know that way that you know it's about what can you offer the people that are subscribed to you or you know that are following you on social media does it take long to convince your clients of that I was really lucky the the first we'll say five or six clients that came on board with me they all came to me so they all recognize that there was an importance here to have a social media for their business and that getting that out there was of paramount you know what I mean and that maybe doing it themselves wasn't going to work because they didn't have the time or they just didn't have the interest or whatever it was and they understood the importance of it so I was really lucky with that kind of core uh core group of people that they were there to know right well okay like the importance of this is there I do find some people still would inquire about my services and You know what I mean? They'd still kind of nearly questioning, okay, is she a bit of a cowboy? What's happening here? Right, right. Right. You know, because I'm the thing with social media is everyone can be on social media. So we can all have Instagram accounts, we can all post, we can all do these things. But the problem is, how do you do that then for a business is a completely different ballgame. Yeah. So you know what I mean? You're talking about marketing, you're talking about, you know what I mean, branding, getting all those things right. And what people don't realize is it doesn't often just transfer that, oh. I have a social media account, so I can do social media. Yes. It's not the same thing. You know what I mean? That like, you know, nobody owns really an airplane. So it's not like we can all drive airplanes. <laughs> we know the value of, right, we need a pilot here. We can't. Yeah. yeah. You know I mean? So it's <laughs> like the, the, you're providing the the strategy that I think sometimes nearly people don't realize that they need. Yeah. Like, yeah. When you mentioned this to, to people at the start, they're kind of going, what? Why do you need to know about this? Or why do you need to know about my target market? Or yeah. why do you need to know about this kind of thing or that kind of thing? And, you know, they just expect, right, there you go, post. Yeah. And it's like, that's the very end part that you'll see. And it's not yes. the end as such, because then there's all the extra things on top of the engagement and the community management yeah. and everything like that that happens afterwards as well. 
but they're like, okay, so how many posts a week? And then I'll have 10,000 followers. And yeah. it's like, no, if you have 300 engaged followers, yes, you could be selling and selling out. Yeah. You know what I mean? That it's not necessarily a numbers game as such. It's more the engagement side of things or getting the right people to follow you. Yeah. Or, yeah. Generally, so many different elements to it, but I've been really lucky. The people that have come to me understand the importance of it. Yeah. And, you know what I mean? I've worked with some people in the past kind of on one off uh, basis and things like that, that didn't really, I know by them that they didn't really fully yeah. understand yeah. Uh, the importance of it or, you know what I mean? My role as such, or, you know what I mean? How to, to build on it or how it can really uh, benefit their own business. Yeah. And like, luckily enough, the people that I have with me on like a regular basis, they're all on that bus. Even some, yeah. some don't understand will say, the intricacies of social media they don't want to understand them that's fair enough you know what I mean I don't want to understand the intricacies of like um you know how like my shower runs or things yes. like that. yeah I just need to run and like um with that uh like you know they might start with me at first there was one client and he started with me and the first month he was kind of going okay and like how will I know this is working like what's the you know what you know yeah. on social media he was like what like how do I know this is working like how do I know you're not just uh saying this is how much it is and goodbye I'm going yeah. to take it yeah yeah and uh I said all right look there will be I'll I'll send you the reports or I'll send you the insights and things like that you'll see those kind of things but most importantly your business is a bricks and mortar shop and you would want to see footfall that's yes. what yeah I said start asking people where did you hear of us right I'd, yeah to find us you know what I mean what's happening and the first month I remember him ringing me was it second month maybe or the third month and he said uh you'll never guess what we're after having five people come in today just today and they all said they saw our Instagram and that's they didn't even know we were in Kilkenny and you know yeah. what I mean? like, yeah. uh, that's what I love hearing back from people that especially people that aren't on social media because they're not seeing the engagement happening or they're not seeing the posts going up really as such because you know what I mean they're not interested in that side but yeah they're interested in running their business and rightly so and that's what they have to do yeah. uh, so like that's why they've outsourced it in the in the first place you know yes. that's like, yeah. yeah they see then or hear people saying to them we saw you on Instagram or this happened on Facebook and you know your your shop popped up or you know things like that that's what I love to hear back yeah. then like now you know it's working like that's how you know yeah, it's, it's 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 proof to them and it's it's um somebody vocalizing it to them is better than any insights reports that you can provide to them nearly to know that way it's brilliant and um, if there was kind of three things that like a business or a creator could do today to kickstart or improve their social media what would you say to them like say like not about you know creating reels or anything is there anything like that you would say somebody that isn't really taking it very seriously but wants to grow their business is there something that they could just do and um you might see a little bit of a change in the next week or so yeah like the 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 first thing I would do is if you don't have a business account make sure that you have a business account on Facebook and Instagram because they're linked and you may as well be getting the same you know what I mean you may as well be getting the reach from Facebook as you are Instagram I would tell everyone get on Instagram and you straight away that yeah. that's the, the place where you want to be if you have a business uh, make sure then that your bio so that's just underneath your profile picture make sure that that is optimized for you know what I mean grabbing the attention of your ideal client yeah that's what's going to make them convert to followers or you know what I mean when they see exactly what it is I often land on shops and you don't know where they are it's yes. like are you in I know you're in Ireland because like, like you know what I mean the, the person that's speaking on the account is Irish 
how, where are you in Ireland? There's nothing. There's no. I know, and it's so funny that you say that because I look at because obviously from my Pilates background, I look at people who put court classes up, and I'm like, where's your class? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, or like, yeah, that's exactly it. And you're like, where is this happening? Yeah. Where are you? Like, yeah. and nothing. I've gone through accounts sometimes with fine tooth comb because I want to either use the service or yes. whatever it is, and then it's like. I can't, I don't know where you are. Yeah. And then I'm too lazy to ring it. Or it's it's at nighttime when I'm browsing here, so I can't ring somebody at, you know what I mean, 11 o'clock at night. Yeah. So like I leave it then and I forget about it. Right. Whereas like something so easy like that is making sure that your bio is right. So like, you know what I mean? If you're um, like that, if you're a Pilates instructor, that you have that in the in the first part that you're a Pilates instructor, you offer one-to-one classes, you want offer, um, you know what I mean, small group classes, whatever it is you offer online classes make sure that that's there in the bio so people can yeah. see that from the get-go and then have where you are yeah. so you know what I mean there's no point in somebody from Dublin looking at a uh, Pilates instructor in Kilkenny if they're yeah. not online you know what yeah. I mean if they're online fantastic it doesn't matter yeah. where whereas if they're not and it's a bricks and mortar kind of setup you need to have where you are so like I would say that make sure that your your bio is optimized for that and you have a professional photo so that'd be kind of like I'm going to wrap that into the one first thing you could do yeah, yeah. just make sure and that this is your shop front and that you have like a good photo good and by good photo I mean that it's clear uh you can have a, like a photo of yourself or you could have like um a branded photo so like your logo or whatever it is but something that is immediately uh high resolution and clear and that people will kind of say okay this is kind of professional this looks you know yes. what I mean this looks the business because as you know people now search instead of searching google for businesses now people search in- instagram so if they hear of a business they search on instagram so they want to see that you have it properly set up so that's the first thing that says this is a professional setup yeah um the next thing then i would do is i would make sure that you're putting on the location so this is an easy one when you're posting put on your location so that just means add the location when you're about to post. There's a little button underneath and you just add where you are. So yes. that when people are in that area, so if, let's take Kilkenny. If I'm in Kilkenny and I am totally blissfully unaware that there's a new yogurt shop after opening, but I love yogurt. And here we are. Uh, I'm on Instagram and I'm following the hashtag or sorry, I'm, I'm in the I'm in the area of Kilkenny. So what will happen is I'm not following you, but your post will be shown to me because we're in the same area. Right. So that means that potential uh, customers in your area could come across you just randomly because you've put that location. So you've done nothing really extra as such. You've literally just clicked a button. But now you're after opening up a whole world for yourself that that you um, that you mightn't have known or that people mightn't have known that you're there. So putting on the location definitely is number two for me. And then um, the third one, I'm trying to see now what other one will I put in here? Cause you know me now, Linda, I want to put everything in. Yes, I want to. Uh, do the whole lot Um, another thing I would do is so this is a big jump I suppose for people but show your face so whether it be a picture if you're not comfortable on you know what I mean speaking on on stories or you know what I mean get in front of a camera that way just show a picture of yourself make sure that there's a human behind the account yeah because often sometimes we land on a page and what happens is you see all these fabulous curated posts and they're, you know what I mean? But there's not one of a human. So like, they're all like lovely Canva, maybe templates or whatever templates you have. And they're all like really professional looking. They're all fully branded, the whole lot, but there's no person. So you're kind of going, is this a real account? 
or you know what I mean you know what's really count, yeah. but you're kind of going is there a person behind this and the thing the thing about uh people is people buy from people they yes. don't want to buy from an automated bot they don't want to buy from a website as such they're when they go to a website it's because they've seen the brand they've seen the personality behind the brand so like that I just go back to put your face on your account yeah. somehow yeah. you know what I mean it doesn't have to be as you know what I mean terrifying as standing in front of a camera and speaking and saying hi I'm Laura but you can put your picture up and say you know five things you didn't know about me or yeah. you know um hi I'm such and such in a yeah. post much easier write it the first few times rather than actually speak it so they're my kind of top three things that are Very about long. <laughs> And so um, that's that's amazing because like sometimes, as you say, you go in and you see the picture might be a little bit fuzzy or the bio has very little detail, you know, that way. And that's fine for a personal account. But if you want to be a professional account and you want to be a business and you want to drive your business, getting all those ducks in a row is so important. And you you, you definitely see the uplift. Um, let's talk about. Um, what we like is our lovely reels, um, but they can be the dread for some people. Now, um, obviously, it's just a case of getting over yourself as well, like talking on stories like um, but for especially for Instagram and you can see Facebook now going the same way with, um, you know, reels and everything that can, you can see the suggested reels coming into your Facebook feed. Tell me about not doing reels on Instagram and how that would affect your account because literally Instagram have told people you need to be doing this. Yeah, so like you're dead right. Uh, Instagram have been shouting about this since last year. They've yeah. been saying, oh, have you seen reels? Will you try them? Would you like to try reels? Reels are going to be big this year. Do you want to try reels? They're literally saying it at every turn point. Every time there's a press conference, they're saying short form video, which is your reel. Yeah. So not doing reels at the moment you're just in and it's not it's not that you'll totally fall behind or anything like that it's just that you're not going to be on top of that wave you know what I mean you're going to be you know further back in your in your reels practice we'll say and getting getting your groove you know what I mean because like you'll know when you started doing reels I started doing reels and it took me a while to kind of find the format that suited me do I want to use filters do I not want to use filters uh, what's the branding going to look like for my reels? Is it going to be the same every time? Or am I going to change it up? Or am I going to use the same colors? You know what I mean? Things like that. What's the brand voice? What's going to happen here? Like they're all the kind of technical aspects of it when I'm thinking of it. But as well, you get faster at making them. You get better at making them. So like the the first thing that's going to happen if you're not doing reels at the moment is that you're going to just, you're going to be slower at doing it when you're going to eventually have to do it. Yeah. So, you know what I mean? Jump on the bandwagon now and get ahead of the curve. And like you said, it's now as well, Instagram have moved the reels over to Facebook. So the reach of that is, I'm not big on, on Facebook, on my own personal, mm. on my, we'll say little spark account on Facebook it's not where I get uh kind of a lot of uh well I would get DMs and things like that on Facebook but majority of my business will come through Instagram so I don't I kind of tend to leave it alone but what I see what's happening now recently is I would post a lot of reels on my Instagram and now they're being shown on Facebook and as a result the follower count is going up on Facebook I haven't done anything on Facebook there's nothing I have done recently other than post reels and now that they're going to Facebook as well that's where people are noticing. So I would tell people, get on reels. And like you just said, get o- you have to kind of get over that fear 
and like I like the way you put it get over yourself yeah it makes it more kind of like uh like I'm the typical Irish person that's like oh what do people think now if I put that up or you know what I mean like when I set up Little Spark the Instagram page itself originally I was terrified somebody from my home place would see it and they'd be like what she do what is this yeah. about? what she was a teacher what's happening here I was terrified that somebody I know would see it and now I'm like I actually don't care like this is what I'm doing this is and like you have to have that and same thing with reels I'm not a big person to get in front of the camera either I like being behind the scenes that's why I like to do um, social media for businesses because I don't have to be out in front of the camera but I realized for my business to grow that a little extra further or you know what I mean to to kind of branch out into areas that I want to go to I have to get in front of the camera or else it's not going to work like it's just going to stay stagnant so to grow I have to to move in front of the camera so like if you're a little bit nervous about making reels I would just suggest bite the bullet and go for it even if you don't post them just practice them and like save them to your phone if you want show them to somebody at home or don't you know what I mean just practice and what about um the lip syncing versus the original versus like I've seen a bit now where you know they're talking about lip syncing is kind of going down the rung of the ladder um what what do you think because you're you're continuing with lip syncing and to be honest with you you're getting great traction with them so is it does it depend on the business you have does it depend on how you deliver the real yeah I I think it's it's a kind of a mixture of everything. So I'm staying going with the lip syncing at the moment. I do eventually want to go towards the original. I'm just caught for time at the moment, and I'm Unders- mad. understandable <laughs> with three babies at home. <laughs> yeah, but like I'm planning, like that is my plan for the rest of this year to yeah. kind of go more into giving my business more time again. Whereas at the moment, with new baby and two toddlers. I kind of have to give my time, obviously, to them and as well to my current clients. So even though I'm a social media business, it's a one, it's a one woman job at the moment. So what's happening is obviously my clients are going to get preference over my own page. Mm-hmm. So I'm continuing mm-hmm. with the lip syncing for that reason. And as well, as you said, it seems to stay in, you know what I mean? It's still working for me as well. So I'm not going to just dust it completely, you know, that kind of way. But I do think there's a time and a place for lip syncing um, for certain businesses and certain brands. It works for others, then it doesn't. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Some people you see, they move away completely from the lip syncing and they have like, we'll say, a very steady aesthetic. So it's very much the very same kind of reels every time, but that works for their brand or it works for their business. So like you have to find what works for you and that's with all content. You know yeah. what I mean? That you can't, you can't just say, right, this is working for Laura on her page. I'm going to do the very same thing on my page, even though we've completely separate businesses or different businesses. You have to find what, what works for you. I do think it's moving more towards um, you speaking as such. Yes. Um, moving away from the music and moving away from the, the lip sync a little bit. There's still going to be time place for it because after all, they have to be entertaining as well. So like my three main rules for any type of contact or content are that it has to be educational. So you have to be telling them something or giving, sharing some kind of information, entertaining and um, inspiring or engaging. Yeah. So like if you're if you're hitting off one of those, if you can hit off all three, fantastic but if you can hit off one or two of those every time you you put out content I think that way you're going to have valuable content at the end of the day you know what I mean that it's not going to be so again like if the lip syncing works go for it but if it doesn't just move away from it there's no you know what I mean don't try and make it fit 
and and I mean, as as you said there, just do it. I mean, we can you can you can think about education and inspiration after, but like just throw yourself out there, and you'd be surprised. You know, you're actually surprised about the engagement, and it's so funny as well about taking time over them. It's the ones that you don't take time yeah. on that get the most engagement. Sometimes you know that way. <laughs> Oh, like Linda, the last like couple of ones that I put up on like in a hurried mess, I've been like, okay, right, I just post this now and captions all over the place, and I have I've hashtags in it. This fantastic, okay, right, up post, and they're the ones then that people are contacting me over. Yeah. Oh, I saw this on such and such. This on the explore page, I'm at finding your page, and you're kind of going, this is the one you found. This yeah. this is so, not one. not the one I spent three hours on. The the one I spent three minutes on. <laughs> The one that I literally and the one that I didn't even brush my hair for that one. <laughs> I'm like, is that your first? Um, <laughs> you're, that's what you see of me first. It's the first impression. Oh, great. Well done, Laura. But like, they're the ones then that are kind of most human, I suppose, and yeah. they're the ones that people are kind of relating to the most because they're like, oh, you know, this is such and such. Or you know what I mean? That they're the ones then that are probably. And, the best. and going back to your other point, people buy from people, so they like the humanity behind it as well. Yeah, nobody wants to be like, nobody wants to see somebody absolutely perfect. Yes. I mean, and like, I am by no means perfect in anything I do. Yes. Some of them drive me mad. You know, the ones that are, you're just like, oh my God, like, seriously, did you like, I mean, and fair play because like it is their business and everything like that. But that's, once you start that, it has mm-hmm. to be maintained. That's it. Like, I don't think I could maintain that perfect, uh, like, chill you know because that's all it would be it wouldn't be real life then like yeah. you know like in anything I do in like being a mother being a business owner like I still laugh when I say business owner because I'm like me uh, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah I don't know but like anything I've ever done and like even in school when I was teaching like I always say that to the kids I don't know all the answers so like we're going to have to look that one up or we'll have to check yeah. this or you know what I mean because like I'm I'm only human as well I don't know all of the answers and you can't be perfect and everything I think if you're going around thinking you're you know what I mean I this nailed I know exactly what I'm doing here that's when you're actually about to fall because you really you can never you know you can't stop learning you can't stop doing things you have to keep keep going that way like you can't you know what I mean you can't be perfect all the time like and like that like you know as well you're you're great to to show the the real human side of on your social like I hate when I land on a page and it's like no and I'm going to show you how pristine all of my children (laughs) <laughs> look at my house isn't it so pristine and I work full time you know I actually work 12 hours a day and I have these children and I have and like, what the hell is going on here? and no no nannies and no cleaner no, yeah. and <laughs> no help whatsoever and my husband plays golf then seven days yeah. and you're like what the fuck? what am I doing wrong and like do you know what I mean because everyone is like that the the duck on the water you know what I mean everyone's like hi everyone's fine on social media yeah. and then like underneath everyone is paddling paddling crazy like you know what I mean but it's it's nice to see sometimes see the paddling yeah because, like it reminds you that like it's not all roses or it's not you know what I mean and it's it's nice that you bring up the paddling there because you I mean your service is a service that people outsource. Is there anything that you delegate or you outsource? Do you know what I mean? There's a... not yet, but I'm seeing the the value of it. Like yeah. um, uh, <laughs> I am not one for taxes or anything like it. I think I'm... I think we're all we're all in that boat. Unless we're we're accountants, we're all in that boat. <laughs> I'm not able like I just don't understand anything to do with it even you know what I mean things like that and these are things now that 
2022 is my year to sort myself and yeah. hopefully uh, get in with uh, properly, get in with, with the accountant properly and not be annoying in an accountant and yeah. saying, I don't know about that and actually organize myself that way so that I can outsource, that I can actually bundle it over. And like that as well, it's going to come to a stage where Little Spark is going to have to be, different elements are going to have to be outsourced. So, yeah. you know, I'm going to have to kind of relinquish a little bit of uh, the, the parent in me over Little Spark and let others in as well on it yeah. if I wanted to go in any way, you know, that kind of way. Yeah, 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 absolutely, absolutely. And it is, I mean, as, as as you say, you just, it's the next step, I suppose, more than anything else, because if if somebody can do your accounts in 20 minutes and it's going to take you a day, better the day is spent on your business rather than you know in in the depths of your numbers <laughs> I, I spent um I definitely spent about three days this year well last year on the revenue website yeah just looking at stuff not doing anything productive yeah. just looking at stuff and not yeah. understanding stuff for I, know, three days. I know and that's the thing isn't it that's the thing um so the fact that your business is social media and you have such passion for it. We can we can hear the passion um, for, for your clients and for your own page and everything. What about switching off? Like, how do you switch off and how do you switch off? I actually love, um, I love podcasts. So like when you said, do you want to be on a podcast? I was like, yes, um, I love listening to podcasts. Uh, and I would do that. Like, I actually love, I'm like the typical person as well, that that, that rule of clean house, clean mind uh really comes into play and I actually love like when the lads go to bed just having like that time to put on a podcast and whether I'm cleaning my bedroom or cleaning the kitchen or whatever it is it just my body is busy doing something yeah. because I find it hard to sit and listen to stuff uh I don't know if that's like a generational thing or what but I I, I would find it very hard to sit and just listen um, so like I'd like to be like my body busy we'll say and then like yeah. my mind is listening to something there that I think is productive like so it might be just like your own podcast things like that I've recently uh, got up to completely up to date on your ones recently and uh, now I need uh, to find more more <laughs> different podcasts again but I just find that really relaxing that is aspect of it and when once the I'm kind of giving myself extra time here before I even say it I'm saying um I obviously have a newborn at home, so I've been putting off going for a walk. I've been like, oh, no, I'm, you know what I mean? You couldn't possibly do any kind of form of exercise now, you know. Uh, but I am looking forward to getting back out for a walk. Yeah. Um, so I'm still giving myself extra time. I'm like, maybe when he's like 12 weeks, we'll start going That's out. Okay. That's OK. But, I think you're allowed. I think you're allowed to take a little bit of time out when your baby's only seven weeks old. <laughs> but I will like and I do look forward to that as well because there is something lovely about going off out for a walk on my first maternity with the boys I used to just love like nothing more push the buggy out the door and I live in in Kilkenny city so I literally push the buggy out the door and I'd be down in the castle within two minutes or about five minutes and I'd have a takeaway coffee in my hand I'd be going around the park like just I find that really relaxing and that's really my downtime and like it was so funny. I had heard only kind of after this about green spaces and blue spaces. Yeah. And like the therapies that people uh, kind of like associate with them. So like I never knew that like, you know what I mean? That is actually a therapy in itself going to a green space and kind of immersing yourself in the green space. And when I think back on it, that's exactly what I used to do for the whole of my maternity. I would go straight to the park with the boys, get a coffee and literally drive them around in the buggy and just like meet nobody, do nothing. 
as such, but just really enjoy the park and really yeah. enjoy them looking at the trees or the whatever it was. And like, it's so gas now because now I know there's a name for it or there's a, a thing on it. Yeah. And like, it, it does work. You know yeah. what I mean? I, that's my downtime or like a takeaway or very simple things now. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I mean, and that's the benefit of knowing your way around social media as well, because just because you're not on it doesn't mean that you're not posting, you know, so the the fact of scheduling and everything like that, like you can you can have a month in advance scheduled and people think you're on it constantly. And it's like, no, I'm, I'm in my green space. I have no phone with me. I'm just, you know, soaking this up like but I'm still looks like I'm working and I'm fulfilling all my 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 role and everything like that. That's it, because people think that I am constantly on my phone then as a result. But yeah. like, it's very funny people that know me or friends of mine or um, even my husband will tell you I'm, I'm a devil with my phone. Once I finish work or finish, you know what I mean, posting stuff or scheduling stuff or whatever, if I have a take, uh, I give myself kind of jobs to do daily. And yeah. once those jobs are done, I'm like, now it's family time. I'm done. And like my lads, uh, I collect the lads or my husband collects them at half two every day we we head off at half two and collect them so like it's if he's not working he will but like majority of the time I pop out and get them and um like that's after that time then I will be kind of contactable but yeah. not really because it's now their time you know what I mean and like I'm a diver for just leaving the phone and my husband will say do you not see I had like five missed calls to you I just I wanted to know, like, did you want the, me to bring home this from the shop? Or did you, I'd be like, oh, didn't see that at all. Like, I love that. Yeah, no, but I am desperate. And like, but I like that side of it as well. Yeah. Whatever I'm doing, I'm doing that. I'm not going to be looking at, I like, try not to be looking at the phone. Yeah. When, yeah. I mean, I'm not going to say I do like that, like that I'm brilliant. And I, you know, I'm totally present when I'm supposed to be present. I'm not all the time. But majority of the time when the phone is away, that's it. You know, yeah. that kind of. Um, what what is um in the last say since twenty seventeen? What's your proudest moment? Oh God, uh, I think just actually getting the confidence and like the personal growth that it's given me has been something else. You know what I mean? That like you would think teaching and putting yourself out there are one the same, but they're for me anyway. They were totally different. I would have the confidence to stand up in front of six class students and sing and dance and make a fool of myself and just for to help them learn something in a, in a nice way whereas if you to ask me to stand up in front of my peers or you know even to say you know Laura introduce yourself there I I would clam up I would be like yeah. no I would that's not for me I'm not doing that whereas the last since uh, 2017 I've definitely noticed there's like a button after going off my head or a switch off my head where I'm just like, okay, this is for, I have to do this, so I'll do this. And it's, I don't think about it. It's just like, go and do it. Or if I'm nervous about something, I'll still say yes to it. And I'll be like, I'll worry about the nerves whenever, you know what I mean? I won't, I won't let them stop me from doing it. So I think that's kind of my, my biggest achievement will say that, you know what I mean? That idea of just being able to say, yeah, I'm going to do that because I want to do that. I'm not going to let it they stop me because I'm afraid to do it because yeah. I'm afraid to do these things yeah I don't you know what I mean like I I just now I just jump without looking uh sometimes it's great sometimes not so great but uh I learn from it all the same you know that kind of way. and um have you any big projects in the pipeline besides a, a new baby <laughs> 
So my biggest project was uh, the beginning of February. Uh, <laughs> Charlie arrived. Uh, but uh, yeah, I've lots of lots of little things that I want to tick off the to do list. We'll say for a little spark. So I've a I've good few bits in the pipeline. First was uh, getting the website uh, kind of rebranded and up and running. So that's nearly done now. And um, any feedback would be great if you if you pop over to the website, have a look and see what you think. And um, but uh, that's kind of the first little bit. And then I have a few other little bits. So I have extra services that I want to get out there this year. I have a reels workshop that needs to to be launched or published and a few other little bits like that that are in the pipeline and that I the thing is I want to kind of clamber and do them all like in my head I'm like I need to get them all out on the page but um I just need to take my time and do them properly you know that kind of way absolutely uh, yeah yeah it is it's great but it's great that there's loads of ideas there because some some people might be struggling for one thing but the fact that you've got loads that you want to get out there is amazing um is there tell me something that not a lot of people know about you is there anything but um Oh, uh, what would I say? I suppose the, I'm actually very introvert. So it's very funny. I'm on social media. Social media is my business. I put myself out there daily on social media, uh, but I'm, I am an introvert. I actually, uh, I like social settings and I like to meet people, but kind of in a more kind of subtle, subdued way, um, I would like go into a big event or going where I know there's going to be lots of people that would uh, scare me a little bit once I get in and find my feet and find my bearings I'm fine but I would be an introvert which is kind of a laugh because you know what I mean but then when you think about social media you're not actually you're literally talking to yourself and then putting it out you know what I mean or like doing a reel to yourself and then putting it out it's not really you know what I mean people think that it's a big main stage it can be and it is for businesses and for marketing purposes totally is but when I'm looking at it from a psychological point, it's actually just me putting it out and then like thankfully getting the traction back or getting getting the kind of DMs back and things like that. Yeah, but yeah that that would probably be something that people from looking at me wouldn't you wouldn't think you'd probably think I'm an extrovert. But and it's actually talking about reels um, this is something that's just cropped up in my head, talking about reels and putting yourself out there and everything. Tell me about um, TikTok and do you think there is a space for people with businesses kind of, you know, to be on TikTok? Because that's something that I know you've dabbled with, I've dabbled with. I find it very overwhelming. What do you think um, about the TikTok space and um, businesses being there? Oh, like firstly, I love TikTok and Uh, secondly yeah if you're a business get on it because what's lovely about tiktok is it's the it is the behind the scenes of any business so like you'll see the business the big businesses that have really taken off on on tiktok they're being completely transparent and they're actually given um a bit of personality rather than given the the campaign line as such that they're not it's not like oh the shop front that Instagram is Instagram can be kind of aesthetically pleasing and all this kind of thing, you know, very brand orientated and all that. Whereas TikTok is actually people selling to people or people showing a window into what's happening in a company. That's what's kind of big on TikTok. Like yeah. you'll see Ryanair is really big on TikTok. And what they've done is simply they pretend to be one of the airplanes on their tiktok and like you know what i mean somebody might write in a like a comment like a complaint even sometimes you know what i mean the 
there was no leg room on this and like they'll they'll act it out and be the airplane answering the mac and saying things like well you should have bought then Lingus. yeah you know what i mean like this like and you you would never dream of writing that in an email yes. you'd never dream of even putting that on twitter back yeah. to somebody yeah but on tiktok it works because that's what tiktok is it's it's personable it's behind the scenes it's you know what i mean it's here and now it's instant social media and it's it's understanding how to use it i suppose as well and that's what people can contact you about <laughs> yeah, yeah. but i would i would say like if if i dabbled in it like you said i would love more time and that's one of my to-do lists as well I want, I have a strategy that I want to implement on TikTok, yeah, yeah. but I don't have the time at the yeah. moment, but I will get there. And hopefully by the end of the year, you'll see um, that I have my strategy up and run on, on TikTok oh, at fantastic. the moment all over. But And tell me, um, like for people listening um, and they're thinking about maybe starting a business or they have a career like yourself and they're thinking of, you know, taking that leap and, you know, making, making the big move from from the corporate corporate side of things what would you say to them what would you how would you encourage them to do it would you what, what advice would you give somebody who's about to to jump into the unknown yeah like if if you are about to jump jump uh it's never going to be the right time uh you're going to have to do it uh if you if it's something that's in your mind that you want to try or you want to do it it's always going to be in your mind so you need to you need to just kind of buckle up and go for it now I was really lucky I had that lovely safety net into it where I was teaching so it was like a side hustle rather than a full-fledged business when I started and what that gave me was the time to find my feet to find my confidence in it to get qualified in different elements of it you know what I mean it gave me that kind of window of and I had the time as well at, like at that stage I didn't have the two boys at home so you know what I mean I had that chance to yeah. do that in the evenings I had the time whereas like there'll never be the right time to do anything even setting up my Instagram page like I said to you before I was terrified I was like oh no like when I pressed publish on it I was like oh my god this is oh like the anxiety I was like oh my god this is crazy like and then yet this is what I'm doing for other companies I was like you have to kind of practice what you're preaching put up you know you have an Instagram page yourself you know you can't just be saying you do other people's and you're fantastic at it and you've no they've no way to contact you or no way to see it (laughs) but like biting that bullet and going with it and that was the first kind of one that I that I jumped off on it's it seems like a really small a really small kind of little cliff for most people but it was my first big cliff yeah and then there was all these other little jumps that I had to make or that I had to just put myself out go to that meeting go to this do that give the presentation you know what I mean uh do do the training online do the training in person do these things and like from there every little step there was, you know what I mean? I was getting something from it every time. Yeah. Like if there's anybody kind of going, right, I'm going to start my own business or I'm in this job. I don't really like it. I don't really enjoy it. Find out what you do like. Find out what you do enjoy. Find out what you could make money from then as well, because yeah. unfortunately we can't just all <laughs> uh, you know, drop out of the corporate world and be like, oh, I'm going to paint pictures uh, <laughs> or anything with it or whatever. You know what I mean? Can you paint pictures and sell those pictures? Or yeah. can you, you know what I mean? that you, you have to make sure it's viable as well. And I was lucky as well. I had that safety net. I could pick and choose who I worked with then as a result because I was, it wasn't going to be my, it wasn't my bread and butter at that time. Yeah. I had the opportunity there where I was on insurance leave to get going on something or, you know what I mean? That it wasn't going to be such a high risk. Yeah. So like if that yeah. suits you better, 
do it that way. Do it gradually. If it suits you better, just cut ties. I know some other people that have cut ties with with corporate jobs and just jumped and it's worked out amazingly for them. And that's how they they thrive. Whereas, you know what I mean? You kind of have to find your own groove, go with it. Um, but just don't be afraid to, to say yes to it. And um, every episode we have an either or, you've probably heard our either yes. or section. Um, so we'll just do a quick rapid fire round for you. And um, basically it's sweet or savoury? Oh, uh, sweet. Bubbles or beer? Bubbles. A book or a podcast? Podcast. Um, a junior infants or a sixth class? Oh, um, oh God, that's a really tough one. <laughs> Um, I would have always said junior infants because I had those the most when I started teaching. Uh, but uh, when I have just recently left teaching, we'll say um, I had the third to sixth class. It's a really small rural school. And oh, I loved them. So I actually don't know. I can't choose. Uh, that's OK. That's OK. Tea or coffee? Uh, coffee. Uh, cats or dogs? Dogs. Face to face or online? Oh, Um. I'm going to say online for the purposes of uh, Little Spark, but I do. <laughs> I mean, now that we're opened up again after COVID and everything like that, I do love. Although it's just, yeah, I'm going to say online because it's actually so much easier. You can fit so much more in. So true. Um, Facebook or LinkedIn? Oh, uh, LinkedIn. Um, TikTok or Instagram? Instagram. Still my number one. <laughs> well, Thank you so much uh, for coming on the podcast. Where can people find you? Thanks so much, Linda. Uh, you can find me on Instagram under Little Spark Media. Uh, you can find me on LinkedIn under Laura Stapleton. And you can find me on Facebook if you want, but I mightn't find you back for a while. Um, <laughs> but yeah, there's kind of main places where you'll find me. And oh, have the website, the new website? Yes. So it's Little Spark Media. I was already forgetting about it, Linda. It's littlesparkmediaireland.com. Uh, well, thank you so much for coming on the Corporate to Calm podcast, Laura. I really appreciate it. Linda, thank you so much for Thank today. you for listening to the Corporate to Calm podcast. Please subscribe, leave a nice review, or simply come back and listen to us next time. I'm Linda Monaghan, motivating you to make that leap from corporate to calm. <laughs>